September 8th, 2020. Your host this week, myself, Lee, and Reed. I don't like this seating position at all. Okay. That's, you know, you'll, you'll deal with it for today. Uh, we are not joined by known liar Andrew, but hopefully he's walking through the door at any time. Uh, we're here to talk about AEW Dynamite. <laughs> no, the <go> liar. <laughs> we're here to talk about AEW Dynamite, the go-home show for All Out, and then the All Out show itself. Which, as we said before we recorded, All Out, more it's like... All right. All right. Uh, my laptop fan is on the complete fritz over here. Uh, it's making a slight vibrator in a suitcase noise, which means it's working. Uh, when that noise stops, then we have to actually check if the fan is still running. I forgot to bring the good the good uh, laptop today. So if you do hear something in the background, that's what it is, but I think we've actually angled it out. Just just like some good silence. <laughs> like, can, you, can you not hear it? Uh, so AEW Dynamite, you had not watched in a long time. Thankfully, I, you came back just in time to watch one of the worst AEW Dynamites of the year, and then followed up by a very mediocre pay per view with bad mic. So like with bad mic uh, crowd miking. So now yes. I'm honestly probably not going to go back to not watching wrestling. Again. What's a shame is like there's been some like exemplar Dynamites that were pre-recorded, so they're sweetening the crowd. They're making it just with noise, and those few people there seem like... Yeah, now it sounds like shit. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Without the full, like, a full audience there, you don't know who's over. You know who's not over, Joey Janela. No, but you don't, uh... You, you don't really know. All you have is what you, you're basing it purely on what they are presenting you week in, week out. Of course, with the crowd sweetening, everything's good. The crowd always cheers when they're supposed to and always boos when they're supposed to. But in the case of this pay-per-view, you didn't have that. It's a live show. You have to... Whatever. So let's run down this Dynamite real quick, this go-home Dynamite. Um, were you following along with any of the storylines? Did you have any questions? Were you, were you perplexed uh, by what's going on? Are you wondering why Jericho and... Cassidy are fighting with two giant hot tubs full of mimosa. No, it's fucking no. wrestling, Lee. Like, I'm okay. pretty sure I can connect. Like, I'm following. I can, I can connect the yeah. fucking dots between. Yeah, There's it's... a character named Orange Cassidy. Jericho likes champagne. Yeah. It only makes sense that their, you their put it feud together. will culminate in a mimosa match. Yes. And if they were like, hey, Reed, what the fuck's a mimosa match? And I've never seen it. I'd probably say, oh, you probably got to throw your opponent into a thing of mimosa. And guess what? That's exactly what That's happened. exactly what fucking happened, because this is delivered. wrestling. Because this is wrestling. If I was like, hey, Lee, you and me are going to have a fucking, like, uh, saw-scythe match, what would you yeah. think that match entails? What a what an inside baseball reference you would have made. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be saws and scythes involved in that exactly. match. Exactly. Uh, or maybe See? one of both, uh, to cut trees Wrestling off of matches are always the what they tree. exactly say they are. Um, Excalibur is back, just in time. To call one of the worst editions of AEW Dynamite. Uh, JR and Tony Schiavone joining him as well. Santana and Ortiz versus Best Friends to kick things off. Video recap of the van destruction. And I guess this is the end of this angle. They destroyed a van for this. Uh, Best Friends. Uh, <laughs> they jumped Santana and Ortiz on the mat, uh, the ramp. Matches not officially begun. Best Friends utilizing chairs at ringside. Ortiz and Chuck taken out. Bell rings as Santana and Trent enter the ring. Trent continue alone. Uh, Chuck lays... In his pile of chairs, he set up like a little t like tower of chairs and then finds himself in it. Um, man, whatever. Illegal hit with a, a rod here, a street sweeper, one, two, three. Trent is pinned. I don't know if that's continuing on this Wednesday or what. Uh, we get Mox versus Sterling. Uh, you cut to uh, MJF backstage. Uh, Sterling is hiding in an office. He kicks, uh, we get Wardlow to kick open the door. MJF threatens Sterling to get in the ring or get in the wood chipper, which I'd like to see him make. There's the match. If you lose, the you go in you the woodchipper. No the woodchipper is at ringside. There's you no... get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> um, we uh, we get Jericho versus Janela to give uh, J Jericho a little shine here. He wants uh, he wants um, Cassidy at ringside with him. Kenny Omega will be interviewed, and Thunder Rosa makes her debut. Private Party versus uh, and SEU versus Young Bucks and Jurassic Express with the winning team facing each other. Frequent tags, lots of spots. Uh, Jungle Boy takes a combo neckbreaker, a splash uh, for Isaiah, near fall, Matt. Blind tags himself in again, BTE trigger on Quinn. One, two, three, Young Bucks and uh, Jurassic Express win. So the story here was Young Bucks were doing it all themselves. Aside from blind tags from Jurassic Express, Young Bucks were very focused. They didn't do their pose on the ramp. As you know, same thing at the pay-per-view. They were basically just all business. Uh, what was funny is they still do the money. The money still like the money still shoots out, but they're just like not acknowledging it. It's, it's pretty good. I like it. 
Uh, and, like, if you were a WWE fan, you'd say, well, Young Bucks are heel. But they're more severely frustrated babyfaces than anything. I think what comes out of this is Young Bucks babyfaced on their own, Hangman babyfaced as a loner, and Kenny Omega full heel. No, I think uh, Kenny Omega full heel. Kenny Omega full heel. He's what? gonna heel on Hangman. How did you get that impression from this? Did you not? Did you not watch the pay per view? Yeah, I did. That wasn't a fucking heel turn. Uh, so in previous weeks, Kenny has been firing up on people after the bell, like they'll win a match and he'll just like start beating someone in the face, and like he has to be called off by Young Bucks or Hangman. Uh, it's 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 Kenny is going. If you heel. asked me, I think Hangman is going. It's Hangman is tricky because like you can't heel turn Hangman. He's like yeah. the most over baby. No, face okay. next I think Hangman's going solo baby face. I think Bucks are going tag team heel. I think, but then they're against FTR, who are inherently heels. Yes, but they're like they're like the heels that made him heels, so they're even heelier. You understand? Yeah. So what's interesting is that no, okay, yeah, don't, Dark Knight. Don't slap the table. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay, Joker makes. Two-Face. But yes. Joker is the villain, whereas Two-Face is, like, the tragic villain, okay? Yes. The Bucks will be Two-Face to FTR's Joker. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But then you don't want to see Two-Face fight Joker. Right, but we <laughs> won't again after that match. This is where their heel turn really and truly begins. Because I see FTR and Young Bucks trading the titles. I see the first the first match going to FTR, I see the second match Young Bucks, and then FTR wins it back at the end. That's what I see, personally. Uh, I think they're going to save FTR and Bucks for a long time. It's it's weird that you would... like Because obviously now you have the, the titles on FTR. They're in the picture. You can have FTR defend for a few weeks, a few months, whatever you need to do. Uh, but FTR Young Bucks is inevitably where this is going. Yeah, but it doesn't... Nothing to say. It has to happen in this particular instance. Not at all. So no. yeah, I think yeah. I think Bucks are heel. I think they're definitively heel. I think Hangman is a solo face. And Kenny, I don't think you can simply say he's heel or face. I think he's going into... Uh, like a singles stasis, uh, no, a, sing, a singles tweener run. Basically, like uh, I need to show everybody that I'm the best. I'm gonna start winning a bunch of stuff. Tag team was the bad call. Uh, no more elite sort of thing. So I don't think he. I don't think Kenny will be as easy. Will be easy to label as face or heel. I think he's just gonna be. Everybody's so. just. It's just all gray area. It's all gray. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hagar backstage enters and sits next to Cassidy and lets him know that Jericho wants him at ringside. Tully and FTR backstage. They say they have uh, all Sunday to be sore. Uh, they will be tagging like the best of them come Saturday. Let's let's here we go, boys. Take it home. Tony and Ring to interview Kenny wearing a uh, Hannah Kimura shirt. You can buy it. All proceeds go to Hannah Kimura's mother. Uh, Kenny says uh, they will defeat FTR. Uh, bring your A-game. FTR and Tully enter with their styrofoam cooler. Uh, Dax on the mic. They, they presumably buy a new styrofoam cooler every time. Like, you're not traveling with a fucking gimmick. Like, like a styrofoam cooler. Uh, wrestlers, uh, man. Hero. Dax on the mic. The styrofoam cooler is great. Because if you're in Vegas and you're like, well, I'm going to be drinking this in the parking lot. Fill a styrofoam cooler full of ice. Uh, Dax on the mic. Impressive run. Looks forward to blowing everyone away. Uh, offers uh, Kenny a chocolate milk or a chalk as they refer to it uh, tells them he uh, doesn't want anything to do with them and Hangman arrives Dax tells Hangman to tell Kenny the truth who killed Mufasa? Hangman uh, nobody put him up to it uh, but him his ego Hangman lunges at Dax Kenny gets in his face shoving match FTR picks up and drops the titles uh, at Hangman's feet he stands alone goes to give Kenny his title and Kenny's already standing outside the ring Hangman stands alone holding both titles so the, the thought now is that Kenny put Hangman up to fucking over the Bucks and that's part of the Hangman the part of the Kenny heel turn Right, but then, but then, if you say that the Bucks are faced, then that doesn't make Kenny a heel if he's supporting uh, his friends. He's not supporting his friends. He cost them the title shot. No, Hangman. Hangman cost them the title yeah, shot. Yeah, I'm talking about Kenny. Yeah. I said you can't say Kenny's a heel then if he's supporting the faces and he he's not. He told Hangman to to go fuck up the young. Right, bucks. but you're saying he also said earlier that the young bucks were also face. I'm saying they're frustrated faces, not not heels. Right, so yeah. Then that would make Kenny... The young, the young Bucks are heels as far as only Kenny and Hangman are concerned. This is some 4D chest yeah. heel face. But it's the elite, right? So it's going to be overbooked in their own minds, right? Like, they know where they're going yeah. and it'll make sense. Young but. Bucks are heel to Hangman but face to everybody else. Hangman is H heel... Hangman seems genuinely... He didn't want to do what he did and hasn't been able to say his piece. He's only now had a match and lost the tag champions. That's all we know about Hangman when... 
FTR tried to make Hangman tell the truth. He lunged at them. That's all we know. Alex Marvez with Jericho. Alex Marvez still He's showing up. Really bad. Uh, Alex Marvez is <laughs> really bad. Tony Schiavone also pretty bad this last week. Uh, hypes mimosa mayhem. Let's okay, let's, uh, let's take some things quickly out of the way. I don't think Jr. is clearly awesome anymore. Um, so we'll get there when we get to all out. No, we'll get to the creepy comment. But yeah. I'm just talking about his comp, even on this dynamite that we're talking about currently. Yeah, um, don't check. The- sorry, sorry. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Come on. Uh, yeah, fuck. No, I think you... Okay, they had Vita Scott for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Yeah. By all accounts, her commentary was very well done. Uh, you should put her on there with Excalibur. Get some young energy in there. Like, yeah, like Excalibur was sorely missed. Uh, yeah. However, in terms of Tony Schiavone, I would swap him with like Taz as often you know, as possible. I w- like, if it was up uh, to me, I would have uh, Taz, Excalibur, and Vita Scott as the commentary team. T- Taz is great on commentary. Like, Jericho's great on commentary, too, but he also plays a big role in the show and can't always be relied on for yeah. that, right? Like, Jericho reasonably, let's say in three years, Jericho retires in his match with Lance Storm or whatever is going to happen. Uh, and then Jericho just becomes a full-time commentator on AEW, seems like. Oh, he should be a manager. He uh, should be, like, he can yeah, do anything. Yeah, the, the sky's the limit for the GOAT. Uh, so Jericho lists what he'll do to Cassidy, says Janela gets a taste. Uh <laughs> Yeah, anyways, all the marks sing Judas as Jericho enters uh, with Hagar. <laughs> Orange Cassidy appears and grabs a seat. Jericho uh, pummels Janela with right hands. Janela gets nothing here. Jericho sends him to the ramp. Codebreaker, line tamer. One, two, three. is referred to as uh, the walls of Jericho here by both Jericho and the announce team. They're mm. confused as to what his move is called now. Chris Jericho wins, beats Janela after the bell, exposes turnbuckle, slams Joey into it. Crimson mask here. Cassidy uh, rushes the ring. Hagar and Jericho get advantage. Uh, Sunny kiss... With the save, of all people. Uh, so this is setting up something with Hagar, apparently. Because uh, they did that same spot in the Battle Royale with Hagar. Uh, Sammy and Matt Hardy recap dating back to the stadium stampede. And before, if uh, Matt Hardy loses, he will leave AEW. Oh boy. Uh, they will meet it. The, the most the most cursed... like Stipulation. Like, just those two guys just need to go their separate ways. Cause, like, it should have been a last man, last man standing match. How great would that they, have been? They fucking... They, <laughs> like... Uh, they, set, right. they set this up. Sammy gets suspended for a month. Sammy comes back. He full-on clocks Matt Hardy in the face with a chair, 13 stitches. Like, now what happened at All Out? Like, just maybe, let's move on from Matt Hardy and, and Sammy Guevara. Taz and his FTW crew are here, talking smack about the Battle Royale at All Out. Jake and Lance Archer appear. Jake warns them that there will be no nut-busting in the ring. I have no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Uh, Kenny, Eddie Kingston, Butcher, Blade, Lucha Bros. That's Kenny, not the kind of wrestling Jake I watch. Yeah, talk over one another. Sean Spears and Tully. It's a very different battle right Yeah, now. usually when they have 20 dudes and they're talking about busting The last nights. man to come gets a... Uh, Darby arrives with his entrance music, which I always find funny when there's like 20 guys in the ring and then one guy I gets... I don't a, sleep because my head's on fire. I hate thieves and I hate I uh, oh, oh, I wanna... <laughs> the things break down and a huge brawl breaks out. Hagar, Jake Hagar. Yeah, he was looking haggard <laughs> already. Yeah, man. So Dan Ortiz's best friends join. We go picture in picture. When we return, this brawl is still going. JR suggests we clean this up and perhaps get some security out here. We cut to Dark Order video package. Uh, shows highlights of Brody Lee destroying Cody. Hypes the Nightmare Family and Scorpio and Matt Cordona taking on the Dark Order this Saturday. Oh, let's put the three guys I don't give a fuck about the most and put them in How a stable. QT Marshall, Dustin Rhodes, and Matt Cardona. Okay, well, by Matt the way... Cardona's not in that stable. He's just a friend. Listen, let's talk about Matt Cardona for a fuck. Let's fucking, talk about Matt Cardona. God damn it. This dude does nothing fucking different than Zack Ryder did. He's no. a bit more on steroids. That's what's different. He's like tanned. He's more tanned. He's more tanned yeah. and easily on more steroids. But We're he's, talking about he's, intercontinental champions. He still does the fucking Rough Rider. He still does the fucking missile, leg, uh, yes. missile drop kick off the fucking top. Exact same moveset, exact same presence, exact same facials. Like, what's crazy is that like they could never make like he, it's, he's it's, popular outside of wrestling for action figures. He's a, he's a wrestling action figure collector. Yeah. So like he has that super fucking niche thing, but there's nothing that makes a Matt Cordona have to be kicked out of the WWE, but Miz is still there. Like, they're the same fucking guy. If they yeah. don't work in WWE, where the fuck will this right. guy work? But, and it's like, and 
I don't want to see this fucking Matt Cardona guy go on Twitter and talk about how he got robbed and bullshit again. When, when you, no, when like Jericho goes out and gives himself 20 new fucking gimmicks, Brody Lee completely reinvents himself and actually talks. Yeah. Like, uh, John Moxley puts a completely new edge on himself and really tries all his hardest. What the fuck does Matt Cardona do different than Zack Ryder doesn't? Like, there's absolutely nothing. Yeah. There's no it's... effort there. Like, no one gives a fuck. Like, maybe that's why you never excelled in WWE, because they saw through your bullshit. He's the thought, fourth banana in a match that consists of Dustin Rhodes, Keith yeah, Marshall, and maybe they saw maybe they saw this Long Island IC gimmick, like, where the fuck do we go with this? And Matt's like, I don't know. And they're like, all this right, is it, man. this is yeah. it. Like, you can't be champion. Yeah, know, but fuck like, like fuck he, he was one of everybody who was on the Jericho podcast after the releases, right? And, like, everybody had something to say about creative and had something to say about how they were more or less held back for better or worse. Like everybody had something to say. Uh, you know, FTR was like, this was the situation. Brody Lee's like, this was the situation. Blah, blah, blah. Zack Ryder was really just like, it had nothing to do with his wrestling character, or his in-ring or anything. It was just like, I have this following outside of WWE. They didn't seem to capitalize on that, but he didn't really say anything about what I would do if Matt Cordona was given a blank sheet of paper to write his gimmick on and like get yourself over. I don't know what Matt Cordona would write down. Right. He'd be like more of he the same. He doesn't have a gimmick. Yeah. His gimmick right now is ex-WWE guy. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, and that's fine. And like, <laughs> like you could say that Brody and Jericho and shit had that, but for like the first fucking appearance and then after that they have a whole new character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt hasn't evolved since that. I think it's fucking stupid. I think he shouldn't be there. I think he adds nothing to the he, fucking He's not body. signed. So, yeah, like, good. he's not in AEW. He's not all elite, so to speak. Uh, Thunder Rosa debuts uh, from the graveyards of Tijuana, Mexico, uh, versus Serena Deb, ex-NXT trainer, apparently, according to you. Yeah. Uh, arm drags, drop kicks. Rosa lights Serena up with chops. Serena getting a little too much offense here, in my opinion. Rosa hits a backstabber. You know Hikaru Shida is watching this match. Uh, says the announced team. Bummer Sheeta isn't actually present to scout her opponent. Like a stare down or something afterwards. It's it's not like it's anybody. It's Thunder Rosa, right? Yeah. Uh, dark results roll. More drop kicks from Rosa. Near fall on Serena. Death Valley. Driver on Serena. Another near fall. Thunder Driver wins it for Thunder Rosa. Moxie backstage championship week, he says. MJF gets his shot Saturday. Don't let the nerves get to you. Moxie breaks down what he's going to do. 2020 bad enough already. Can't let MJF run wild with the belt. Trial by fire. Killer be killed. You think you've got your hot stuff. Every uh, thing you've done up till now has been the easy part. Tony Schiavone with Big Swole. She says at the buy-in, she's showing up at Britt's job and they will fight tooth and nail. Reba in a mask delivers a pizza as a distraction. Britt Baker cracks a crunch across <laughs> Big Swole and applies the claw. Uh, and they, the pizza to her And face. they rub pizza on her face and leave her laying. Yes. Uh, rundown of the all-out card, which we're going to review in a second, so I won't even mention it. Lawyer Mark Sterling is here. Wardlow keeps him from running away. Moxlo, Moxlo? <laughs> yeah, Wardlow, and then you got Moxlow. Moxley enters after the break. Five minutes of pretty lame comedy. Moxie exclaims, audibly, this is bad TV, and Paradigm shifts Sterling for the pin. Wardlow attacks. MJF attacks. Uh, arrives with his walker. Tosses it away. Takes off his shirt. Wardlow holds Mox as MJF hits him with a ringed punch. The loaded punch, as it were. Moxley bust, uh, busted open, bleeding busted everywhere. Nut. He busted nut. Yeah, Jake the Snake's like, yeah! Uh, MJF <laughs> no holds... Busting a nut. No busting a nut in this ring. <laughs> MJF holds the belt and declares himself the future of AEW. They stand over a bleeding Moxley and go off the air. And again, the camera gets too close to Moxley here, and you can audibly hear him say, go nuts, kid. Which was very Han Solo of him in, uh, in his delivery. Let's talk about the all-out pay-per-view. So... This show is all right. What's di what's disappointing about this show is that AEW's pay-per-views are so far apart. And that they'll string together a good thing of shows. And then, man, I, I just didn't feel this show had it. Yeah, it, uh, di it didn't have that spark. It didn't have that... It didn't uh, have that... It didn't have it. Yeah, it like, there's a certain feeling when you go into some of their older pay-per-views. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, tonight's... Man, like, there's some shit going down. And I, uh, I attribute a lot of it to the crowd, as we were talking about before. Yeah. Um, when they had their pre-tape shows, they had mic'd in sounds and like, in included music and everything. It sounded a lot more vibrant. Is like is a pre-taped pay-per-view such a bad idea, considering so many different things? The Matt Hardy thing on this show, the crowd on this show, the the pacing, the would it be so bad? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the temperature, the fact that they went to record this thing and it was 95 degrees in Florida and like 180% humidity. Guys were slipping on ropes. They were sweating, dying. Yeah, the Man. crowd was mic'd really poorly. You could 
Yes. Barely fucking hear them. And, Along- even, and even then, they're mic'd and they're a crowd. They have their own free will. They're not being told when to applaud. It's still going to be a long show. They're still going to be in the building longer than and we even know. And it's fucking hot. And it's 95 degrees out, yeah. Anyways, uh, so there... Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so there is a crowd. Uh, Reed's just taking a phone call, so I'll let you know about the absolute barn burner that was Joey Janela versus Serpentico. Uh, Serpentico, I don't know if we've seen wrestle on Dynamite, never mind uh, a pay-per-view here. Uh, Janela attacking out of the gates, lariats and elbows fired up while Sunny Kiss watches from the stage, dumping Serpentico out of the ring. Do you owe a bunch of money to the government, or what, Reed? Yeah, I was Okay. You just want to cruise? Yeah, just yeah. give me your social insurance number. That Hey, China calling. Uh, can we have your SID number, please? Just got to check something real quick. Uh, following after him, back body drop on the floor, back inside, up top. Luther takes Sonny out, and Joey is distracted long enough for Serpent to go. This is like the top angle on AW Dark or oh. something. Uh, who knows? Uh, but Joey, Janelle, and Serpent to go. Uh, they got bumped. No, they were always on the kickoff show. This match got bumped to the kickoff show because they put Big Swole and Britt Baker on the main show. Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver versus Private Party. Sure. Private Party get a win here uh, with the gin and juice on John Silver. John Silver and Alex Reynolds have wrestled on Dynamite quite a bit in the past weeks. They're fantastic. Uh, Stu Grayson, as well, is like quietly one of the better like workers in AEW as well. Just like an excellent guy. I but believe it. At a certain point, Alex He's Reynolds... He's also British. Oh, Wow. Like I, they're, Good to know. <laughs> before the pay per view started, they were doing like their red carpet bullshit or whatever, yeah. and like the Dark Order. And he's up. like, "Oi!" Yeah, everybody started talking, and then he's just like, "The Dark Order will not be defined." I was oh, like, shit. "What the fuck?" Like I should talk more. <laughs> he sounds like an orc. <laughs> no, yeah, I was expecting basically like Oni Lorcan or some shit, right? Like this dude from Boston. Like Alex Reynolds and John Silver are both great wrestlers. Like they're fine, rarely botched. They look great, but as long as they're wearing those masks, it's hard to. It's hard to accept them above a certain level. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's just they, like you got the job squad mask Lee, on. They came in as the fucking job <laughs> squad. No, like, like now we get to see them work because they are fodder. Right. But when you see them work, you're like, oh, these guys are good wrestlers. Right. But it's it's the fucking like Spike Spike Dudley problem. Like, yeah, you can be New you faction. can be secretly good as much as you want, but. You debuted as a fucking idiot. You're portrayed as a fucking idiot. You're always going to be seen as a fucking idiot, even if we try to revamp you. Yeah, sorry, Mac Cordona. Yeah, it's what happened to um, uh, the Funkasaurus Rex dude, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. He sure. Was, he was on NXT, and he was he was trying to make his persona like this big, badass, like, tough Al- son of a bitch. Albert? Who are we talking no, about? No, not Albert. The fucking dude <laughs> that he's paired up with. Oh, um, but he tried to present his character as this big, badass and shit. But he was on NXT before NXT was, like was wrestling right it was the game show yeah uh so everybody whenever he came out everybody's like you're just that fucking idiot from that game show so then vince is like ah give him the dancing gimmick (laughs) so when i look up the funkodactyls it only are you talking about brutus clay brutus clay okay brodus clay brodus clay yeah okay they couldn't portray him as a badass because everybody's just like no this is that fucking geek from nxt yeah so they're not a badass we know you already yeah and then on the on the flip side of that you have keith lee who is a big badass on NXT, and they debut him wearing a purple shirt, and then he just jobs out to Randy Orton every other week. Big Swole. Well, Lee, everybody knows to get someone over, you got to make them wrestle the same person for Randy Orton. You got to make no. From what I heard, he's actually been winning. Like Randy's never actually. Beat it was him. it was good for Keith Lee that uh, Matt Riddle came in first to tie up Baron Corbin, so that when Keith Lee got there, right. Baron Corbin was already no, busy. But the point I try to make to people yeah. is when when they're like, "Oh, well, this person wasn't buried. They beat Baron Corbin three times." I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's why they're buried because they're fucking wrestling Baron Corbin for three weeks in a row." Good old. <laughs> We love him. Is he our boy? Is he like our WWE boy? He's too, like... Oh. He's, he has too many accolades. He, yeah, he's too yeah. winning. I like that for a second there. You're like, I think I'm going to jingle some keys. I think that'll be... That should be what I do next. Sorry, uh, no. He's too winning to be a boy. Like, hasn't he, he loses won? as much as he wins, and no. therefore he can't be... A... But, like, like he won the King of the Ring. I'm pretty sure, sure he won an IC title at one point. Like, yeah, but, like... Come on. No, he, he's, <laughs> he's not winning the champ. He's, he's not, not winning he's the not, championship. He's above boy level, unfortunately. Dude, the fucking U.S. title Intercontinental Championship don't mean fucking anything. But you know what I mean. Like he's not quite boy level. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it's a. Incl- I think have we had this ar- argument before about him. Big Swole rolls up in a car with a referee and walks into the office, taking care of Rebel in the lobby in short order. Listen, had- like look like like the money plane oh, set in here. Did they rent out the money plane set? <laughs> she stalks in the halls, looking uh, stalks the halls looking for Baker, who is ready to go, and in her gear evading Monroe's gaze. So the story here is, 
And for some reason, they this they told the receptionist, please use the worst, most fake British accent you can come up with. Because she's like, oh, Dr. Wasn't that Rebel? Bacon. Wasn't that Reba? Was it? She was Stu Grayson. Oi. <laughs> uh, so the story here was that Britt Baker's leg isn't 100%, evidently. Uh, so they did a pre-recorded match. Uh, and then saw it and were like, that's six minutes. That should start our pay-per-view. They're wrong. Uh, what should have started the pay-per-view, as we always say, is a Young Bucks match. Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express should have started this pay-per-view. Yeah. I think there's no question uh, I don't think it really fucking matters. Once you look at the whole pay-per-view as a whole, I don't think it really fucking matters. I, when I saw this on the TV, I didn't know the pay-per-view had started yet. Because I'm like, let's, like, oh, it, it should be starting now. But there was like a, a big swell. I'm like, oh, is this to set up the match? I didn't know this was a pre-recorded thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, what I did like about this is brawling into the exam room, uh, Britt has a power drill and straddles Big Soul, which he manages to dodge and the drill goes through an exam chair. Shit. Those are expensive. Uh, Baker, uh, calling for Rebel, she brings in a syringe, but Ariel, aka Big Soul, blocks and Britt stabs herself in the thigh with it. Monroe grabs a diploma, gives it to Rebel, dirty dancing through the diploma. Uh, Dr. Baker's leg is asleep with the syringe, dirty dancing. Big Swole puts the nitrous mask on her and she's out. Uh, I mean, I've never seen a wrestling match in a dentist's office that utilized all the things in a dentist's office. So in that regard, good for you. But this has been a feud that's been going on for so long. And you think back to how it started. And, like, Britt Baker's just, like, running her mouth. And Big Swole just, like, comes out steals and- her on a golf cart and dumps her in the trash. And that's how this started. Big Swole, of course, the face uh, in all this. I like Big Swole. Big Swole's great. Big Swole's got an energy that... No one else would have been able to do that long of a program, especially in a women's program on AEW. Big Swole, I carried that shit, in my opinion. Nothing wrong with Britt Baker whatsoever, as well. Uh, but the Big Swole's got, got it. Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and uh, Luchasaurus versus the Young Bucks. They beat the living shit out of the uh, Jurassic Express here. Uh, Young Bucks not screwing around. Big Swole's married to Cedric Alexander. How about that shit? Yeah, he just turned is everybody heel. just he married just tur- to everybody. He just turned heel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean by just turned heel? He just turned heel. What From you, what? From face. Well, okay. Cedric Alexander was face. He just turned heel. What was and the last thing Cedric Alexander did? I don't know. He just joined a stable <laughs> lead with okay. uh, MVP Sheldon Benjamin and uh, the last person's escaping me. Oh, you mean the U.S. champion Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Son of a bitch. You forgot. The champion? Yeah. I don't I don't uh, watch fucking wrestling forever. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Let's just pick this up randomly. Electric chair on Perry, penalty kick off the uh, apron, knocks him to the floor, back inside, tight near fall, dodge the BTE, trigger malfunction on the super kick party, Luchasaurus blocks the melter driver, choke slam plants, Nick, poison Frankensteiner on Matt, extinction level event, Nick Jackson makes the save, action to the floor, Luchasaurus splash off the top and into the crowd! Lucha Boy in the ring, Matt with a super kick. So close, super kick party. Jungle Boy kicks out of that. Wrists clutched. Uh, Young Bucks win by pinfall after actually hitting the BTE trigger on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So they gave Jungle Boy fucking everything, but proceeded to pin him like what always happens. Um, Sure. People are starting to have a problem with like Jungle Boy losing so much, and I'm just like, listen, the guy's like fucking eight. Like, get, like yeah. he'll have his day. Like in two years, you guys won't remember. They're any making of us. a fucking point that anytime this guy takes a pin, he gets a shine first, and like no one's gonna say like, yeah, oh, Jungle be, Boy should have It'd be different if this was Finn Balor coming from NXT where he's already 36, and you're like, we gotta yeah. fucking like, we gotta start doing some shit with. Starting to pay your dues, Finn Balor. Yeah. On your way out the fucking door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jungle kick, Boy's kick really spot. fucking young. Got lots of mileage left on the meter, so he's fine. Okay, let's run down all the names in the Battle Royale. Andy Williams, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, or just Billy of the Gun Club. Uh, Brian Cage, Christopher Daniels, Chuck Taylor, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, Frankie Kazarian, Jake Hagar, Lance Archer, Matt Seidel, Ortiz, Penta, L0M. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Peppa Parks, uh, I like to say Peppa. Uh, Ray Phoenix, Ricky Starks, Tony Stark, Santana. Tony this Stark's is like girlfriend. this is like uh, we didn't start the fire, but we're just like wrestler names: Sean Spears, Sonny Kiss, and Trent. Matt Seidel was the Joker. Bill right? Hobbs. Uh, yes, and, and boy was he! Oh uh, boy was he! So they enter in groups of four. Uh, when Sean Spears enters, he just goes to the commentary team instead of entering the ring. And if that's the case, why doesn't everybody just like chill Lee, in the we're, audience? Lee, we're coming back to all rest. Why is every Royal Rumble? Why does anybody actually enter the ring or leave after eliminate being eliminated? Yeah, they can get back in the ring and yeah, do whatever and they just want. Just eliminate everybody uh, that's eliminated you. Like 
Like, like I mean, the rule should be that. I want one Royal Rumble where, like, everybody's in the ring, and then, like, Brock Lesnar gets eliminated. So he eliminates everybody except yeah. for, like, fucking Heath Slater or something. was there a year when, like, the fucking Eric Rowan and Luke Harper and, like, Bray Wyatt eliminated Brock from Rumble? And then, like, he just left. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, like, yeah, the yeah. lamest Brock Lesnar spot. I yeah, think like, that was it. Yeah, like, totally uncared for a Brock. Yeah, just like, yeah whatever. Fuck, see you later. Like, what the fuck? Got to get Lexus no, paycheck and he's on that's, that's not a problem with AEW. This Stop is a, kicking the table. Sorry, this is a problem with all of wrestling, which is why don't you yeah. just... If, if it's a no DQ rule, why don't you just bring a fucking sword? A gun. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just bring a sword or a gun and just fucking chop off their leg? And yeah, then I know. Like... Yeah. That's like, that would be the ultimate Jericho Cassidy. Like, oh, the show's running long, so Cassidy just brings a gun and shoots him. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's how the episode ends. Just, yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, say what you want about Orange Cassidy. He changed the face of wrestling by bringing a gun to a DQ match. Uh, Lance wipes a bunch of dudes out with the crossbody. Sonny eliminates Hagar, but Cage immediately eliminates her and turns Santana off the ropes, and Trent Lowe bridges him to eliminate him. Backbody drop puts Ortiz on the apron, but Archer comes over and picks uh, Beretta up, dumping him on the floor and eliminating him before knocking Ortiz out as well. The countdown timer uh, ticks. Number 21, baby Matt Seidel. Seidel goes to the top and slips, crashing to the mat, really killing himself. I think it's eliminated somewhere in the mix. Matt working the butcher over, uh, but I like to put out that the butcher is still in the match at this point. Yep. Too fat to lose. Uh, over, but Cage hits a pump, uh, pump handle slam on him. Big moves on a bunch of guys. Kingston from behind, standing switch into a German suplex. Archer with a back elbow, but the machine drops him with a lariat. Uh, the machine beat Brian Cage. Darby ducks. Cage takes Starks out with a lariat, and Allen is able to eliminate him as a result. The machine with elbows from behind, fallaway slam, and Ricky pulls Darby out underneath the bottom rope and puts him into the ring post before getting a body bag out from under the ring. He loads Allen into the bag with a bunch of thumbtacks, which is worth saying, uh, and eliminates him with a slam over the ropes. They threw this man in a body bag full of thumbtacks over the top rope onto it, and apparently he was fine. Let's do this for a battle royale. Yeah, I'll put you in a <laughs> in body a battle bag royale full of full of dish soap. Like, not we'll let's not save this kind of spot for like a feud ending blood. No, sport. this like, is this is how Darby. How was Darby eliminated? But from this battle royale, he was put in a body <laughs> bag full of thumbtacks and thrown over the top rope. <laughs> Pop up Meteora from Seidel on Cage, getting into it with Spears, kicking him to the apron, roundhouse kick. I hope they give Sean is Matt Seidel like the Tyus O'Neill gimmick, where you just always botch now. Like you're the botch. Guy. Yeah, you come in, do one big botch spot, <laughs> and then you get down. Yeah, yeah. So you're uh, gonna, so you're gonna go in for a flip, all right? Like Titus, you're gonna break your fucking neck. That was the first time we saw Titus O'Neill since he accidentally touched Vince McMahon and was suspended for two months. Yeah, or and then and then after uh, that, he was always the botch guy. Yeah, well, he slid under the fucking ring during. A, <laughs> God damn it! It was so funny though uh mostly because he didn't hurt himself it was just pure it was good old-fashioned humor of all times for the camera to be watching here comes titus o'neill his triumphant return to the oh he slid under the ring fuck uh seidel leapfrogged over hobbs uh but he gets spine bustered turning to face archer will goes right at it they should make myself the sweated up deaf guy He's just always Jeez. way too sweaty and slipping. I mean, dude, how slippery, consider the humidity, consider all the sweaty It's gotta humans. be just, like, drenched, Like, right? imagine Brian Cage hitting a rope once in that heat. That entire rope is like a swimming yeah, pool. Yeah, he's sweaty in normal conditions, right? Yeah, like, he's, he's sweaty on an airplane in air conditioning. <laughs> like, this guy... Uh, the monsters trade forearms. Cage super kicks Hobbs to the apron off the ropes. Head scissors puts Archer onto the second rope. Will super, uh, suplexes the machine to the apron. Trading forearms. Lance Archer eliminates both of them with one drop kick. Down to Archer, Kingston, Williams, and Seidel. Trading forearms. Uh, Butcher getting into it with Lance and hitting a big crossbody. Trying to eliminate Seidel. Archer helps Matt eliminate Williams. Uh, I don't like that this guy... I, so I didn't write my own notes for this. So this guy keeps referring to wrestlers by their real names instead of just their fucking gimmicks. And this fucking... Like, good for you, buddy. Like, who the fuck... What? He repeatedly refers to, to wrestlers this way. So, like... Who the Seid fuck is... Who say the Seidel. Don't say Matt. There's eight other Matts on the show. And who the fuck is Williams? Butcher? What's the Butcher's real name? <laughs> Who's Kingston? Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston? The Butcher. <laughs> uh, just The Butcher? Like, yeah, you can't just type in The Butcher. He's not that fucking famous, <laughs> 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 Yes, The Butcher, Andy Williams. 
So he's oh. referring to the butcher as Williams. We, Gailey, we can only refer to the butcher as a shoot listen, name. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Mr. this. Let's go up to him and be like, Mr. Williams, can I have Mr. your autograph, Mr. sir? Mr. The Butcher Williams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Butcher, sir. Oh, my God. Uh, Eddie is hiding on the apron. Archer hits the blackout and puts Seidel on the apron, where Eddie blasts him to the floor to eliminate him. Low bridging Lance... Fighting on the apron up top, Butcher and Jake the Snake getting involved. Man. Time to bust a nut! Yeah, just say who fucking won this match. Jesus. Opening the snake back. Uh, yeah, Eddie kicks at him. The blade comes back. Oh, now it's the blade is... is ble- Why do we call the blade by his real name? Uh, and Eddie bites Archer's ear. Right hand, the Murderhawk monster shrugs it off. And again, uh, Jake with the snake. Lance Archer wins this thing. Last eliminating Eddie Kingston by choke slamming him to the floor and became, becoming number one contender for the AEW World Championship. Him and Moxley will rematch from New Japan Pro Wrestling. That should be really good. That should be very good. Uh, yes, especially getting Moxley in the ring with someone who's bigger than him, which has not been the case all the time. Uh, let's. What a clusterfuck. That a battle royale is in any. I in didn't any pay. Case, I didn't pay uh, attention to like any of it. I think I fell asleep during this. Here's all these guys you like, and they get all of ten seconds to shine. Right, uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. This is where the night took a turn. Yeah, all uh, I should just fucking get over with. Je- Jeff Hardy also feuding with a Sammy in WWE. So but yeah, let's just shit? get it over with. Uh, they're doing a high spot off a forklift sort of razor thing. Yeah. And Matt fucking fell backwards along with Sammy, and Matt bonked his head. Was out for a good long minute. The doctor went up to him and asked him if he can continue. Matt, because he's a professional wrestler, he's not going to say no, even though he should. Doctor says, all right, guess there's good to go. And they kept wrestling, yeah. even though they shouldn't have. All right, so the, the idea would be that if a wrestler goes unconscious at any point, if the referee has thrown up the X, at very least, that match is over. At very most, that wrestler gets right, up and got, under his own power can leave. There, but there's got to be a certain point where... Yes. He, like... He, like, man, people are going to shock when they get their fucking arms cut off sometimes. Or like, oh yeah, I'm oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same thing. But you know, you get what I mean. Like, yeah. if you ask the person that's hurt, are they fine to continue? They're not in the right mindset usually to answer them. Um, no, that's not even part of ex- what we're talking about yeah. here, in my opinion. Like, so everybody's got all these plans, how they're going to be safe. If a wrestler gets knocked out during this pay-per-view, what's the plan? We'll end the match. Yeah, and that we'll should, worry about it later. should be that. But then it happens. And that all goes out the fucking window. Uh... So you basically have Guevara speared Matt. They overshot these two tables. Matt Hardy's head hits the pavement. He's knocked out for a good minute here. Audrey Edwards immediately throws up the X. Guevara is also laying on the ground. The call at this point should have been Audrey goes over to Aubrey goes over to Sammy. Just says stay down and counts ten. Yeah, and it's should a, have ruled it a tie. no contest. Yeah. yeah, yes, and that would have been fine because a no contest is not a loss. Yeah, and then we can just revisit this. Yeah, later. exactly. Uh, but instead, what happens is Sammy gets up is kind of panicking. Matt Hardy comes to. Within the four minutes, he's assessed by a doctor and is determined not to have a concussion. Of course, Matt Hardy the whole time is just like, oh, we have to we have to finish the match. Yeah, we got him. But like, that should be the last person's opinion. The person who has been knocked out doesn't have a say in what happens next. Right. Sammy Guevara has more of a say than Matt Hardy. And Sammy Guevara should be saying, I, I I'd, come up with an idea to end this match. Right? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not uh, comfortable working him over right now. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so... Match besides that was whatever. Matt gets up. He's stumbling around. They climb to the top of the scaffolding and and fucking knock Guevara off the scaffolding and puts him through the stage and pins him. And that's... Matt Hardy wins! Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Woo! So now it's up to the women to, uh, to, you know, alleviate the... the, And they did a good fucking job. They did a pretty good damn job. But everybody was pretty distracted by the Matt Hardy thing, especially that's like, oh, is he okay? Is he going to the hospital? What the fuck is going on with that? Uh, yeah, to, to sum up, they had a wrestling match. Uh, Thunder Rosa is great. Uh, I think this is one of the better women's wrestling matches AEW has, has had. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is two of the most talented women in a match that yeah. AEW has had, right? It's so. unfortunate there's not a lot to talk about here. It's yeah. really what you think is just a really good, solid women's professional wrestling match. Uh, to, to sum up, back inside the ring, Thunder uh, recovers quickly, lights her up with strikes, German suplex, and Zaguri, uh, Shida with the Falcon Arrow, out at one. So give it a little shine. Hey, come back sometime and lose again. Uh, Hikaru, not, not really sure what to do. Slam, reverse to a pin uh, for two, and Sheeta's got the stretch muffler, which is an awful name for a wrestling move. Uh, looking to trap the arms, but Rosa gets the ropes for the break. Uh, lung blower. 
And uh, Jake Snake's like, what was that? The stretch muffler. And uh, the, the stretch muffler and, and the bust and the, the nuts blower. and the yeah. low blower. Jake like, the Snake's just like, just preening. <laughs> uh, Lung blower follows it up, covering that, no that good. That scene of him in the backyard looking at Lance from like six feet, <laughs> from like a long ways away. Yeah. Just standing there like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, four of Shida cover for two. Fireman's carry into a backbreaker for another near fall. Off the ropes, Hikaru Shida wins by pinfall with a sliding knee to retain the AEW World's Women's Championship. Great stuff. Kip Sabian gets interviewed backstage with a huge announcement. Him and Penelope Ford are getting married, probably on TV. Uh, then he also plugs his Twitch channel just to turn the gears on WWE a little bit. Uh, hey. Even though that's you got to do it. Even though that's <laughs> been gotta. even though that's been cleared up since, and everybody, and it's exactly what I fucking said was going to happen, which was just change your name. That's it. Yeah, As, that's fixed everything. Change your name, then. Get famous, like start making page money on Twitch, and then quit the WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your new name, your name. Uh, I mean, Paige would love that. So people, you know, when they Google her, they don't find pornography. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Dark Order, Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson, what you would call the A-team of the <laughs> Dark Order here. Macro done Natural Nightmares. Uh, again, this was a match that if you look at the thing, you're like, man, does this need to be here? But then you watch it, and you're like, yeah, this okay. was pretty fucking okay. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is like in the top three baby faces in AEW. Uh, after the match, he gets uh, interviewed. He is putting over Cody. He's like, we tenderized him for you, buddy. You can come reclaim your title anytime when you're feeling better. And then Tony Schiavone's like, you get to challenge for the title on Wednesday. And Dustin like fucking loses it. He's been like years since he's had gold around his waist. He's so thankful uh, for the opportunity. And who the fuck won't be cheering for Dustin Rhodes on Wednesday? Right, but I think Brody Lee should squash him just like he squashed Well, that's Cody. just it. It's like Cody got fucking squashed. But that was after weeks of defending the title, right? Yeah, so, I think it's going to also uh, involve Colt do the match. I, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. That's a, that's fucking great. And uh, yeah. Dustin Rhodes, who WWE wrote off a long time ago as an old man who could only play heel. So, yeah. So is, during this uh, during this match, it was a pretty standard six way. Uh, the most noble thing would be that the no, most noble thing would be that Colt <laughs> Cabana, since he isn't like the impression I get having not watched every week is that he's still not yet fully committed to the Dark Order 100. percent Right. Brody, Even though he changed his ring gear, Brody Lee was uh, Brody Lee basically had what's his face on the ropes like Chris yeah. Daniel. He, he set Colt Cabana up uh, to basically get the finish. to get the finish. Yeah, Cabana Colt, Colt whiffs. Uh, yeah, Colt should have gone for the pin, and the commentary stated as such: "Go for the pin, go for the pin." But he went for one more move, which uh, the, cost the match. Yeah. Which rolled him over, cost him the match, and then Brody Lee just fucking lost his mind, uh, which is really neat. Pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, no complaints about Brody Lee as a character. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, shit, man. Uh, so, we only have so much time. Let's talk about this tag match. For the tag championship, FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood. I think, Adam I think Kenny Omega. the first thing we have to say about the rope is, obviously this is not going to compare to the Bucks versus Hangman and Kenny from Revolution. Yeah. Which, how can you? It's one of the best tag so, matches of all time. Let's talk about FTR. FTR are excellent tag team wrestlers, but they are not exciting tag team wrestlers. I disagree, They do though, so many things in this match that you're like, what? what is happening? And then you realize what's going on is it's positioning and it's good tag team wrestling. No, yes. They, uh, they do exactly what their characters and their promos say they're yeah. going to do. They do a very meticulous... Like, they have everything planned of when we're going to do the tag out, when I'm going to do the distraction, when I'm yeah. going to duck out and do this, when we're going to do there's every a, There's together. a spot in here where Kenny is trying to duck outside the ring to get closer to Hangman faster by, like, doing a, a kitty corner around the ring. And FTR jumps out of the ring, forcing Kenny back into it, and then cutting him off in the ring. When you're watching this, it looks like a botched spot. It looks like there's confusion. When in reality, it's FTR fucking working, working their thing. Yeah, their it's thing. how people would actually but fucking do this. those spots come all throughout the match and they lose the audience especially if you're sitting far away you'd be like well what the fuck's going what's going on down there and this match more than any had like the quietest crowd i feel even uh, though this was a good match there's, there's nothing wrong with this match a little long maybe 30 minutes for for these two teams maybe is it's a bit is pushing it uh but yeah there's there is nothing wrong this is a this is a four star match right i think <laughs> i think the problem that people might be having with this match is FTR is a great tag team, but they're the best tag team when they're against a white hot baby face team that yes. get along. Yes. When you have dissension like you do here between Hangman and Kenny, so much of the story's on it them. It seemed like easy picking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I always go back to the best two out of three falls match to take over between 
the revival when they were called the revival and American Alpha. American Alpha's gimmicks was we're baby faces and we're best friends. Like you couldn't get more white white uh, white meat than that. And F and the revival's gimmick was we're assholes and we don't like you guys. It doesn't <laughs> get it. Like, it doesn't get more simple than that. But FTR worked with them beautifully because all America Alpha was trying to do was get hot tags and do big moves. And all the revival was trying to do was deny the tag. And that was the entire entire match. And it was yeah. wonderful. I know they had the capability to do that. Uh, but like I said, it's a shame that Hangman and Kenny have such big dissension because they work best with a pure babyface yeah. baby tag team. The uh, the story here more or less is that uh, Kenny miscalculates on a V-trigger and Hangman eats it. And he's kind of like dazed after that. Uh, and then eventually divide and conquer here. Um Harwood off the top, elevated Bulldog gets to Hangman up top with him. Moonsault, fallaway slam, can't keep Wheeler down, setting up uh, him up for the last call. Cash dodges, V-Trigger takes Page out, and Wheeler uh, takes uh, Omega out with a chop block. Tag to Dax, pile driver lift, mindbreaker, Hangman, Page digs deep and finds the wherewithal to kick out. FTR get him up again, fending Omega off. FTR win by pinfall with mindbreaker on Hangman and Page to win the championships. This is what should happen. FTR needs to take these belts and do what they're going to do with them. And uh, Hangman and Kenny need to... They were fine as a tag team, but there's, there's yeah. more money in them so, as rivals. Yeah, so uh, after their loss, Hang- Kenny comes into the ring and looks yeah. very uh, disheveled, very out of it uh hangman obviously in very much pain i i don't see how you see this going any other way than hangman versus kenny hangman wins kenny beats the living shit out of him after the match maybe that's Uh, the only way this goes but yeah hangman looks very worn out and hurt he looks like he's almost goes to fall into kenny's arms just to be held up by a friend and both literally and figuratively kenny just lets him (laughs) fall what whoa i'm i don't it's it's true both literally and figuratively kenny just lets him fall and then just walks away he doesn't give a fuck anymore um, in a match that needed way more of a crowd after 14 weeks of build-up, Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, what can be said? These two guys can wrestle, sure. The gimmick here was, of course, that there's giant vats of mimosa outside. So They have of, the exact match you think they're going to have. Yes, uh, a lot of, I'm, oh, I'm going to fall in. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm going to fall in. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Aloha, Jericho. Uh, uh, Superman punch staggers Y2J off the ropes. Orange Cassidy wins, knocking Chris Jericho into the vat of mimosa. And, and Jericho, the fucking professional that he is, yes. does the perfect sell into this. <laughs> he puts his head back, and then you... Full consciously just knows he's going to put himself in the perfect hot tub pose. Yeah. And you're just like, Jericho, you fucking beautiful oh, man. Oh, the, the memes have already started. People are like photoshopping him into vats of soup and all kinds of uh, <laughs> all kinds of good shit. So good for you, Jericho. Yeah. Uh, you won't he, stop until the whole sorry, show is sorry. just like... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, it's a bad habit. It's dusty and I'm like trying to... <laughs> Let's get comfy and talk about John Moxley. Jacob Maxwell. What was comfy about Maxwell and Jacob Friedman? There's a lot of blood here. It's very uncomfortable. I was so comfy. <laughs> uh, when I watch a championship match where I'm like, any way this goes, I'm happy. it's going to be great. And I know that I. it's one of those matches where you're like, this can't be bad. And then it is. Sometimes, like the Cody uh, MJF thing was, it's just like, the build-up, everything. How can this be bad? And they're like, oh, in this case, I knew Moxley was going to carry us through. And he did. It yeah, was it wasn't bad. Yeah. I don't think this match was, like, fucking crazy good or nothing, but I thought it was pretty far all right yep uh so it was kind of broken up into two acts here you have uh you know mjf bringing it down to holds showing that he can work where necessary he's gonna get desperate as moxley said he starts bleeding moxley is putting on a clinic selling his arm for the second half of this match it's unbelievable like you're like holy shit every move he every everything moxley does in this match he is aware that he cannot do the paradigm shift but he's gonna tease it a bunch of times almost do it and he's selling this arm. He's trying to, like, Martin Riggs put it back in its spot by, like, hanging to get the, the turnbuckle. He's doing multiple ho- holds and things. He gets an arm bar. He gets, like, all the, he gets like, a sleeper hold, but he can't hold it because his arm's fucked up. All great. Uh, basically, uh... Yeah, this was a wrestling match. Yeah, Max gets desperate, uh, goes goes to Wardlow for the ring. Wardlow throws the ring in and then distracts the ref as he does. Unfortunately, MJF doesn't pick up the ring. He's scrambling for it with blood all over his face. Moxie looks up and sees that the ref is distracted. Yeah, this was... Shrugs, drops with the paradigm shift and pins. This was some NWA wrestling right here. Like, yeah, this there's was, nothing wrong with this. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with this at all. Yeah. No, but this is like this was like really old school the, wrestling match. John Moxley said... At the contract signing, nothing you say matters, and nothing I sign matters. And in a match where the paradigm shift was banned, John Moxley wins by pinfall 
with the paradigm shift to win the yeah. AEW championship. How the fuck do you not love the hell out of John Moxley? Uh, he uh, yells into the camera as he does at the end of most pay-per-views. And we go off the air. So, some turbulent times in the middle. The Battle Royale, not so good. Right. Matt Hardy I, thing, not no, so good. No, I think... I think- there's a few problems. I think the crowd and Matt Hardy, first of all, really dragged the night down. And then on top of it, you just didn't have any you didn't have any particular match you can point to and be yeah. like, you need to watch this pay-per-view because it's, of this fucking match right here. It's tough with so much time between pay-per-views in AEW right. that it can be disappointing, but... But I can never go up to Andrew and be like, you need to watch All Out. And he'd be like, no, why, what not. match? And yeah. I'll be like, I can't point to a match. Yeah, the Moxie thing was fine, but nothing in here is like stands out as the best you've ever seen um and that's only disappointing because we've seen some of the best wrestling matches yeah like i'm not angry i'm disappointed yeah that's it that's all it is uh and i'll be honest with you until you can get a full crowd of people let's pre-record some pay-per-views fuck it like who cares yeah like like because no crowd noise poor mic noise yes. is almost worse than no crowd noise. i don't know what the legality is of like charging for a pay-per-view or how people view that it's just like it's not even a live show it's a taped thing it's just like yeah but like, fuck it, man. Like, the Stadium Stampede stuff, that's all pre-recorded. No one really complained about that. If more than 50% of the show isn't live, do people get bent out of shape? I don't care anymore. I just want the best show. Yeah. It's about suspending your disbelief and if making it pre-recorded and adding those noises help that, yeah. which it fucking does. Like, no question. You can see a Dynamite week to week and they record two, right? So you see the live Dynamite and then you see the pre-recorded Dynamite and you're like, man, a pre-recorded Dynamite... Crowd was hot. There's no crowd. Like, it's just, it adds something. But wrestling is all about crowds, so... I think that's what it, come, it comes down to here. Uh, the Matt Hardy thing will be talked about for weeks to come, I'm sure, uh, as as that just cannot happen. When someone's unconscious, call the match, do it again later, fucking figure it out. You've got to put Joey Janela out there again to fill in some time. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, there's no, nothing to say that Lance Archer can't kill Joey Janela for five minutes to make up the time. Uh, but that's going to more or less do it for the show this week. Thanks for joining me. Dynamite happens again this week, Wednesday, which is tomorrow. However, we won't be talking about that. We'll be talking about Pokemon and other things on the Public Beta Podcast. Avengers for PS4. Avengers for the PS4. Uh, also, check out the compilation Red Dead Redemption 2 episode, which is more or less a straight hour of us complaining about that Hell game. Hell yeah. Something different. Yeah. At Tits Iceberg. Uh, com is our email address reach out leave us a question did you topic music to it? I, yeah oh yeah Good. did you not listen to it? not yet it's just stark silence it's just us bitching I don't know because he didn't uh, ask me for music apologize for any as we said uh, vibrator and a suitcase noises but I think mostly of what you'll hear is of Reed touching the table he cannot stay still he cannot control himself we're gonna put him in a fucking body bag full of thumbtacks and see if that works <laughs> next time uh, but yeah that's the Sultan's up and welcome to